And in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome, everybody, to the Mastering Management Podcast. My name is Josh Lewis. I'm super excited about what you are to hear and listen to today. Today, we're going to be talking about the three questions that you need to be asking yourself as a new manager. These three questions you should be asking yourself as a new manager. And I can't wait to get into it. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Mastering Management online course. Yes, the Mastering Management Podcast has a Mastering Management online course. Log in to lead your people. Go to joinmasteringmanagement.com for more information. All right, so let's get right into it. This is going to be a quick one today. We're going to be talking about the three questions you need to ask yourself as a manager, as a leader, uh, pretty much every single day, but new managers should be asking themselves um, especially so you get in the habit. These are three questions to like jumpstart a habit to make sure that you're, you're getting into the right habit, uh, especially as a new leader. Cause a lot of times new leaders, there's a challenge. There's a, a definite challenge of not being reactionary. And I don't think we talk about it enough when it comes to, when it comes to actual being our, our leadership skills. So what that means is like, Man, what are we what are we actually talking about to ourselves every single day? And one of the greatest things I learned this from, um, and I learned this from a great man who's an amazing man who I can't wait to meet one day because I haven't met him yet. Um, and that is, I learned this from a boy, Tony Robbins. That's right, Anthony Robbins. He uh, has a great book which I encourage everybody to read called Awaken the Giant Within. And listen, guys, I, in my self-growth journey, I read a lot of books, a lot of books. And uh, some were great. Some were like, I should go back and reread because I was too arrogant at the time to actually listen to the the material into the books. But the greatest thing that, uh, that Tony Robbins put in this book was he really simplified a lot of things that psychology kind of tends to complicate a little bit. So it was really cool. It was really awesome. And he had this great, great chapter called questions are the answer. And he tells this great story, which I'm going to retell to you guys. And I, I want to tell this story before I get into these questions, because I want you guys to understand the importance of questions. And this is strictly something that I learned from Tony Robbins. He starts off the chapter explaining about somebody that is stuck in a Nazi concentration camp and he's watching his friends and people that he loves are they're dying. They're slowly dying. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to die, too. Right. Everybody else is something's happening with this person, this person's going to die and that person's going to die too as well. Um, So everybody else is more focusing, by the way, there's a great book to read more about this. It's called man's search for meaning by Victor Frankel, amazing book. Um, But this, this, this gentleman in the concentration camp asked himself a different question was how do I get out of here? How do I get out of here? And he kept asking himself this question. How do I get out of here? How do I get out of here? How do I get out of here? And he was like obsessed with asking that question that all of a sudden he found his answer. This is, this is crazy to think about, but think about this and how 
good our lives are compared to like what going through this is. But this guy in the concentration camp, he noticed, he found his answer. He saw they were piling dead bodies, naked dead bodies on top of each other in the backs of trucks. And while nobody was looking, he tore off all his clothes and jumped in to the pile of dead bodies. I know this is, this is pretty brutal when we starting off a podcast, but he jumped into the pile of dead bodies and then waited and waited, waited. And then hours went by. And then the nighttime, the truck took off and then they dumped the dead bodies into a pit. And then when he thought, and he almost got crushed by him, by the way, he almost got crushed by all the dead bodies. But then once they left, he ran 40 miles to his freedom, which I always think about that. Okay. I always think about that. This is how important questions a new manager should, should be habitually asking yourself every single day um, to get into the habit of serving and leading your people. So that's why questions are so important because that is such an amazing thing that that person found an answer by asking themselves that habitual question of how do I get out of here? How do I get out of here? How do I get out of here? Right. So I always think about that. So that made me pretty obsessed with questions. Like, man, I got to be asking myself better questions, right? Tony Robbins, awaken the giant within great, great, great stuff. Right. So let's get into some of the questions that you need to learn or the, some of the questions that you need to maybe like, um, start asking yourselves habitually every single day. And these are some of the questions that I asked, right? So number one, we're going to get right into it. So number one is, how can I serve my people better? So if you're asking yourself this, right, how can I serve my people better? And how can I serve my people? What's going to be happen is happen. What's going to happen is what's on your mind is going to be serving your people. Servant leadership is one of the most important things, because when you become a leader, you're going to get pulled on by different different scenarios. And what's going to happen is, is not only you're pulled on by different scenarios, but you're going to learn more and your ego is going to get boosted a little bit more. And then you're going to get to higher positions. And there's a possibility that you could overlook the importance of your people. So if you're thinking, how can I serve my people better? You're going to get yourself in the habit of learning what servant leadership is and always applying it. Too many times, I'm sure everybody has been in a scenario, they've been in a job where you've been like this, and I know I've been like this too as well, where you watch the operators currently at the top, the CEOs, the marketing department, at the labor department, the operators are not the executors. And what does that mean? That means the operators are looking at numbers, but they're not in the field executing. It's a challenge because the executors can see the things that are what's going well, but also what's not going well by the initiatives that the, the operators have put out. And it can be a big challenge. And one of the reasons why is because the operators have stopped asking themselves this question. They're not thinking about serving their people. They're thinking about, and it's understandable because a business, you need this. They're thinking about the bottom line. You, they're thinking about, man, we got to get more revenue. We got to get more sales, right? And it's understandable because in their frame of reference, you're thinking, well, if I get more of this, I can sustain my people better, which is understandable. But you also have to understand things too as well that if you're serving your people, it's, a lot, it's not only just money, because that's a huge important thing. 
but serving your people is making sure that you're listening to their feedback because you're the people who are the executors are the people who do these things every single day. They're good at what they do. So they know that, man, if we do these two different initiatives, what's going to happen, man? We're going to piss off six or seven people and they're probably going to quit. So one of the things is, is, is being very, is that's why this one of the, this question is super important of how can you serve your people? better how can i serve my people and how can i serve my people better because you get yourself in that frame of reference of serving your people every single day to make sure you're serving them better so great great first question asked second question this is a great question to ask this is not just a leadership question by the way this is a great question to ask um in any relationship that you have in life okay so that is, and here we go. And this is a question that I should be asking with my wife too as well. Um, am I adding or am I subtracting to this relationship right now? Am I a plus or am I a minus? And man, oh man, if you have that question that you're asking that in the back of your head every single day, listen, you're going to find out there's times where you're subtracting from a relationship you're pulling from people more than you're giving. And listen, it, you shouldn't always be giving, 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 giving. That's another uh, conversation for a different time um, because people will take advantage of that, especially in, in leadership too as well. But man, how many times do we subtract from relationships without, without the intention to give? And it's challenging, right? So that's why it's a good thing to like, is having, again, this is servant leadership, getting into that servant leadership of knowing that like to people. Remember, this is all about creating good habits to become a servant leader. That's what we're talking about today. The three questions you need to ask to become a good servant leader. So one of the things that I think is really, really cool about this is the more you do this, is you find yourself giving a lot more. And then it's something happens in life. And this is a beautiful thing. You get in a habit and it's, it really is a beautiful thing, man. It feels like whatever love that you have inside you, it's like somebody turned on a faucet and it's never going to get turned off. Meaning it's overflowing. It's like just you're constantly giving right? That's how I always feel. Not always. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Like every once in a while, I'm in a long line and I don't feel like that, that, um, that faucet's on and I get frustrated. But the more you get in the habit of it, remember, like, you know, I learned something. I thought about something the other day and I want to share this guys, this with you guys. There's a saying and it's, I almost feel like it's overused because we almost just kind of tend to ignore it. It's called the path of least resistance, right? We tend to choose the path of least resistance. Like, oh, okay, yeah. What exactly does that mean, right? I'm going to simplify. I just talked about this in one of my TikToks that I posted about simplifying things. The path of least resistance means this. Whatever is easiest to do, you just do because it's easy and it's not painful. So whatever's pleasurable, your brain, you go, I'm going to do that. So one great things about building habits is that path of resistance is literally a neural pathway that you're creating in your brain. 
Another great book to read is The Power of Habit and all those different books on habits. I'm not going to get into that today, but you're creating neural pathways in your brain. And what happens is think of a pathway like a forest. If someone goes down that pathway once, you're going to create a mini path. But if you keep on going down it over and over and over again, you're going to have a broad pathway and it's going to be easy to go down, isn't it? That's the thing about our neural pathways. The more we do things is how we create habits. And then when the neurons fire off, we tend to choose that. That's how habits are formed in our brains. So very simplistic way to say it. But if you're asking yourself, am I a plus or am I a minus? Am I adding or am I subtracting from this relationship? Man, all of a sudden your, your habit is going to be to give and going to be wanting to give more. So another thing is, this is a great question to ask your, when you're talking to your superior or when you're talking to somebody that is positionally below you. And that is, am I adding or am I subtracting to this person, right? A lot of times with our superiors, we, man, we want so much from them, right? But are we adding to them or are we subtracting from them? Remember, your superior has a lot more responsibilities than you are, you have, and they have a lot that's going on through their mind right now. So remember, if you're adding to them, if you're consistently adding to them, you're adding value to them. You're making their job easier. So am I adding or am I subtracting in my relationship? Another great question to ask yourself to become that servant leader, to become somebody who's a servant leader. Third question. Third question. We're going to get right into and this is a great question too as well do my people know that i value them and is there evidence of it Oof, man sometimes you would think so yeah they know but is there evidence of it meaning if they called you in a courtroom and they said josh is being on, Josh is on trial right now. And we want to know, does Josh value his people? And what evidence do you have to prove that Josh values his people? Would there be evidence of it? So it's a good question because a lot of times we take this for granted. And the reason why we take this for granted, and one of the reasons why I created this podcast is because there's so much on our plates. There's so much in our heads. There's so much in our minds. Our to-do lists never end, especially as managers, especially as leaders. We just add to the to-do list. We like cross like three things off and then add seven things on daily, don't we? Right? It's just you're progressively always adding things to your to-do list. So Again, getting in the habit of being a servant leader, is there evidence that people know that you value them? So meaning, like, have you, when's the last time you wrote a handwritten note to someone? This is Josh. <laughs> I could ask myself this question. When's the last time, Josh, you gave a handwritten note to someone and say, hey, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you've done for me. When's the last time you gave a note to somebody? and said, thank you so much for all that you've done. Dude, there's something powerful about the written, a written note. Like you can send a text message to someone, it's powerful too as well. But what if someone comes into work one day and says, hey man, great shift yesterday. I appreciate how much you ha helped me. 
thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I love working alongside you. How powerful could that be? How could that make somebody's day? Look, I, I tell a story one time. I was depressed. I was leaving work one day and some random stranger, some random person just waved goodbye to me. And I was like, okay, things are going to be okay. It's powerful, man. Encouragement is powerful. So is there evidence of people knowing, your people knowing that you value that? Great, great, great question to ask. Um, so again, how we're going to go over the three questions and recap. So number one, ask yourself, how can I serve my people? How can I serve my people better, right? How can I serve my people? What's a good way to serve my people? A lot of that is by working alongside them, asking them, hey, um, how can I help? I noticed you were struggling with this. How can I help? How can I help is a great question, by the way, if you're somebody superior, because you might be literally more metaphorically, not literally, but lifting off like stress off that person. Hey, how can I help? I'm like, oh my God. Uh, can you just, I, like, I was so concerned about getting all these deadlines done. And I really don't even know how to open all these files. I don't know how to open any of these files. I was too embarrassed to ask, but now that you asked that, how do I open all these files? They're in formats I don't even know, right? I'm just creating a scenario. But the, a lot of times, little things like that happen with our people, and we don't even know. And they're bogged down by the smallest things. They could just go, hey, yeah, this is how you do it, right? Remember, people have different areas of intelligence. They've got people intelligence. They'll have emotional intelligence. They'll have skills intelligence. Your skills people are going to be so, so good at what they do right? They're going to be so good at skills, but they might not be good at learning about others. They might not be good about handling with other people. So remember that. Remember that. How can I help? Great question. How can I serve my people? Second question again, to recap, am I adding or am I subtracting to this relationship? Am I going to my superior? Am I putting things on their plate or am I, am I adding value to them? But actually, that's how you can add and subtract, by the way, to your superior. You add value by subtracting things from their plate, from your superior, right? Somebody who is positionally above you, if you take things off their plate, you're helping, man. You are helping, helping, helping. And then the last question, do my people know I value them? And is there evidence of this? Great great questions to ask yourself. Listen, this is going to be a quick one today, a quick podcast today. Remember, if you, this is streaming on all platforms, it's going to be streaming on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Once it's uploaded to YouTube, it takes, takes a little while for the editing team to get it up. But Spotify on all, all, all platforms right now, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Uh, by the way, if you guys have a suggestion, shoot me a message. What do you want the next podcast to be about? Um, so shoot me a message. We'll talk about it. I'm looking to book some guests on these podcasts too as well. I want to get a good human resource person on this podcast because I think that would be very valuable for everybody and I could learn a lot. So um, if you're in the human resource, if you've been in human resources, if you've been in HR, shoot me a message and let's talk and maybe we'll uh, get you as a guest on the podcast. So guys, 
those are the three questions. How can I serve my people? Am I a plus or a minus? Am I adding or am I subtracting? And do what evidence do my people have of knowing that I value them? Great questions to ask. Great questions to ask to make you a servant leader. So guys, that friends, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Have a great rest of your day. And you, my friends, have no idea how powerful you are. Bye, everybody.